We're back with part two in our look at the MCU's fourth installment, Thor. In our first segment, we listened to some music from the movie, talked about the characters, and even checked out one of the deleted scenes between Odin and Frigga. In this segment, we're going to listen to some more of the deleted scenes from the movie and talk about just how these scenes could have added to the final version of the film. Of course, as we continue this journey through the MCU, we're going to have the opportunity to check out so much more from these films and shows. With so much great content to go over and look at again, it's bringing a whole new enjoyment to me as I rewatch the franchise over again. The first one I want to introduce you to is a scene between Thor and Loki just before the coronation ceremony. Originally, Loki was only meant to be a one-movie villain and then never seen again. However, after seeing Tom Hiddleston in the role and the reception to his portrayal of the God of Mischief from the fans, Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios decided to keep him around. In doing so, they've allowed Loki to become one of the MCU's most popular characters who is still around to this day, albeit in an alternate timeline version. So let's have a listen to this scene and check out the relationship that was expanded upon between Thor and Loki right here on The Zero Hour. brother <laughs> have you ever known me to be nervous oh. well there was the time in Nornheim that was not nerves brother that was the rage of battle ah I see how else could I have fought my way through a hundred warriors and pulled us out alive uh, as I recall I was the one who veiled us in smoke to ease <laughs> our escape <laughs> yes some do battle others just do tricks well. <laughs> Loki. <laughs> now that was just a waste of good wine. Oh, it's just a bit of fun. Right, my friend? Nice feathers. <laughs> you don't really want to start this again, do you, Cal? I was being sincere. You are incapable of sincerity. Am I? Yes. I've looked forward to this day as long as you have. You're my brother and my friend. And sometimes I'm envious. <laughs> While some of the dialogue is very hard to hear over the background music, it really is quite a touching scene between the two brothers. In fact, it wouldn't be until the very end of 2017's Thor Ragnarok that the two shared another very legitimate scene like this again. Although it would be short-lived, as Thanos proceeds to kill Loki shortly after in Avengers Infinity War, right at the very beginning. In the next scene we're going to listen to, the Warriors 3 and Lady Sif 
are shown at the banquet to honor the coronation of Thor. The scene allows us to see a bit more of the quartet and get a feel for their personalities. Thor was a very unique movie in the fledgling MCU, as many weren't sure it would be any sort of success given how it portrayed magic and gods and had the main hero of the film walking around in a very odd-looking and somewhat accurate comic book costume. In fact, even Loki was very reminiscent of his comic book appearance. But still, this is a short scene, so have a listen and then check it out on YouTube or Disney+. Plus. It's called The Reception, right here on The Zero. <laughs> Darling girl. Now, who wants to polish my sword? <laughs> I hope this goes quickly. I'm famished. No. Are you attached to that pretty face of yours? Because one more word and you won't be. My, we are hungry, aren't we? <laughs> oh, go on, Hogan. Smile. You can do it. Even you, Hogan the Grim. Just one smile. All right, half a smile. Look, forget the smile. Just show some teeth. Remember, we are the Warriors Three. <laughs> Fandral, he's not going to do it. But if you'd like a challenge, I know of an even greater one for you. Name it, Lady Sif. Keeping your mouth shut. The Warriors 3 and Lady Sif would prove to be invaluable help to Thor in this movie, and even in Thor The Dark World in Phase 2. It's really quite a shame that they were just shamelessly killed off by Hela in Thor Ragnarok without so much as a decent battle. In the comics, the Warriors 3 and Lady Sif have always been great allies and friends to Thor. It really is a shame how little development all of them get in the first two Thor movies. While Lady Sif does get an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and a return in this year's upcoming Thor Love and Thunder. Like the others, she too didn't get a lot of screen time or development here. The next scene is shortly after Jane hits Thor with her truck. Jane and her friends take Thor to the hospital to get him help and ensure he is okay. While at the hospital, Thor wakes up and assumes he is being attacked and begins to fight the doctors, nurses, and security guards before being quite silenced by a needle to the ass. It's a funny scene. Have a listen. Name? Uh, he said it was Thor. Um, T H O R? Mm -hmm. And your relationship to him? I've never met him before. Until she hit him with a car. I grazed him. And she tasered him also. Yes, I did. Well, that must have been quite a spat. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I told you I don't know him. I just want to make sure he's okay. Uh, I'll need a contact name and a number. Uh, <clears throat> Jane Foster? Okay. Jay? Wait, I got a card here. Okay. Thank you. Well, I guess we can go. Hi. Just taking a little blood. How dare you attack the son of Odin! I need some help! Right. help ah. Then bring me a hailing stone, you savages! Tell us this guy on! Ah. 
are no match for the mighty. The scene shows that because of his banishment to Earth, Thor had lost all of his powers and even his incredible strength and durability, which is why he was able to be hurt and even stuck with a needle. In fact, in this very movie, had Hawkeye shot Thor because he was no more than a mere mortal at the time, he would have killed him. Just think about how different the MCU would have been without Thor. The Avengers certainly would have been down their most powerful member. In fact, in this next scene, we see how Thor becomes worthy once again, and in part, it is his selfless saving of Dr. Selvig that helps brings it about during his battle with the Destroyer. Have a listen right here on The Zero Hour. Don't move. Stay down! I should tell you to go on and leave me behind, but please don't. Just one, just one. Come on. What is that? It's a healing stone. I just hope it's enough. develops an interesting relationship with Dr. Selvig over the course of the movie. One scene in particular shows some of this development, but sadly, it never made it to the final version of the film. The scene shows Thor and Selvig sharing a few drinks at a local bar before the two leave singing, before Selvig finally passes out and Thor needs to carry him home. It's really a great scene, and one I wish they had kept in the film. Don't forget to let me know with an email what you think of these scenes, or drop a comment on our Facebook page. Have a listen, and then check it out on Disney Plus or your own home copy. Another! <laughs> Another! 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 This next little scene shows Cat Dennings, Darcy, trying to save a small dog during the battle with the Destroyer. Darcy shows off her unique improvisational skills multiple times throughout this movie, and again in Thor The Dark World. This scene is no exception. Plus, it has the added effect of having a cute little dog in it. 
Check it out on Disney Plus, YouTube, or your home copy. The scene is called Darcy's Dog. But for now, have a listen to it right here on The Zero Hour. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Don't be scared. I'm not going to let the big, huge monster step on you. Everybody out. Use the back door. Go hurry. You can eat later. For your own good. Excuse me. Hi. Stop, 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 stop. stop. The final scene I want to talk about in this segment is a wonderful little scene between Thor and his mother Frigga, shortly before the coronation ceremony. Every scene Rene Russo is in as Frigga seems to just dominate. She does a wonderful performance as the Queen of the Asgardians, and I just really think every scene she was in should have made it to the final version of the film. The best part is that Frigga as a character could have been used a lot more. I mean, I know Thor is the hero of the story, but the supporting cast is almost as important, especially a character like Frigga, Loki, or Odin. All of them deserve their own development. But I understand why they didn't get very much in this first film, as Marvel was unsure of just how the film would be accepted by the masses and the fans. Right now, listen to this fantastic little scene and then check it out on your home copy or Disney+. Plus. There's so many wonderful little scenes to see. Besides, who doesn't enjoy as a fan checking out all these extra little tidbits left for us to pour over? Right here on The Zero Hour. It's alright to be nervous. Why does everyone keep saying that? I am not nervous. You may be able to fool the rest of Asgard. Yes, but never you, I know. Thor, just remember. You have something even the great All-Father never had. And what's that? Me for a mother. Now don't keep your father waiting. Now tell me, wasn't that just a nice little mother-son scene? Something they could have kept in. After all, what's another 50 seconds tacked onto the film going to do? It wasn't like it would have thrown off the momentum. What do you think of when it comes to the deleted scenes? Not just in this movie, but in general across the MCU. There's a lot of content that gets cut from the movies. And while I understand why, I often wish they had just left it all in. At least having a home copy of the film or a Disney Plus account, you can see all of the content that's missing. Before we end off the segment, check out this little interview with Chris Hemsworth talking about Thor right here on the zero hour. I think, you know, whether you're playing a god or a, uh, you know, <laughs> a human or whatever, you just, you make it real and, uh, and relatable. And that was the smart thing about this story. It wasn't, you know, I mean, it was, the backdrop was a film about gods, but it was about, you know, human beings at the core of it and then the relationships, fathers and sons, you know. So uh, at the beginning of the film, Thor um, comes in as a brash, cocky young guy. Um, with a you know a ton of power at his fingertips, um, and is about to you know basically become the the ruler of the kingdom and the, you know the, that that realm, uh, and I think Odin sees a lot of things in Thor that uh, you know that he he was full of you know when he was younger and not so good things you know the the sort of uh, act before he thinks about it kind of deal you know and and. Um, so he's sort of questioning for if he's ready to be, you know, to become the, the you know, the next king, and um, and so that's it's all about sort of him learning some humility, you know, and it comes to the point when Thor goes against his father's word and, and the way things are done and sort of takes off on his own and 
uh, creates chaos and then is, is punished for it by uh, being sent to Earth as a mortal to, to learn the lesson. In our next segment, we're going to discuss the plot of the movie and look at just what characters make a return from previous MCU films in this one. We're also going to listen to some of the music from the soundtrack, so be sure to stay tuned in for more. Also, don't forget to check us out on superlativeradio.com, where you can listen to all of our other great shows, The Country Goldmine and Vinyl on Chrome, both hosted by Dylan Stone and both available like The Zero Hour on your favorite podcast hosting platforms such as Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, Spreaker, and many more. A complete list can be seen on our website. Also, be sure to check out our merch store on our website's shop tab, where you can pick up some great Zero Hour or Superlative Radio merchandise. And remember, if you have any questions or comments, you can always send them along to me at thezerohournb at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what you think of the show, so send me an email and let me know. That's thezerohournb at gmail.com. And our website, superlativeradio.com. We'll be back in segment three, right after this short break. 